0: Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are here with the one, the only, she's rocking like a one shoulder number, Miss Sarah
1: Frazier. Well, David, you have on this like gorgeous shirt that's in this. I love the tan color with pineapples on them. I mean, isn't the pineapple like the universal um, swingers, you know, uh, like monikered or don't you always keep a pineapple outside your house or a pineapple door knocker? And it means you're like a swinger. You're down for like anything. Is that what you're trying to tell us?
0: Well, Teresa Giudice, uh, she loves her pineapples and she says it makes it all taste good. Um, no, listen, yesterday was a hot day in the Hamptons and today in the Hamptons is such a cold, brisk, like I love a little fall day in the Hamptons. Love it. I'm happy today.
1: What are you doing? Have you got like you and I, you know, I had last week off. I, I take mental health weeks, you know, and like. Mr. Yantif, who never wants to take a break, uh, so I haven't talked to you in like ten days. How have you been? Are you what are you been doing? Pumpkin patches? Have you been out on any sexy dates? I mean, what has Mr. Yantif been up to?
0: Um, and by the way. Um, everyone listening doesn't even know that uh, Sarah took a week off because we taped it, um, accordingly. Well, what I've been up to is, um, it's, I love the fall in the Hamptons, but what I've been up to is, you remember last time we spoke, I had a bone to pick with you because you, you use my native headlines and you do skin. I have another bone to pick with you.
1: Tell me, tell me, cause people love, okay, go, go on, go on. People love Sarah.
0: Yeah, When you talk about me and you put my name in the headline of your show and you do an expose, you might think you're being all cute and you walk to the edge of the stage and you turn on your microphone. You're not a showman. You're a bitch.
1: (laughs) Okay, Dorit. I'm sorry. And I love how EJ just said, I wasn't thinking at the time. Oh my I love,
0: goodness. I love a breaking of the fourth wall. And by the way, you know, people don't realize like, it's not real. Like they protect the housewives. Like I believe that they're, mean? look, I'm not taking anything away from Dorit. I just think they're feeding Dorit her season. They don't want to fire Dorit. She's a great housewife. I think they're feeding all of this. Dorit is just funny this season. And she was funny in the beginning. And I'm not, I'm not. Criticizing her or taking anything away from her. I just think they're feeding her good. Look, the confessionals, they, 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 guys, they, they feed you lines. I just think they're feeding her good, funny stuff. She's having some great confessional moments, and that's no shade, because who cares, right? That was classic. That was classic. Where she's like, that's not a shaman. That's a bitch. It was great, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean. She that... did the,
1: like, head bob that, you know, EJ did with with her, like, pigtails or whatever. I mean, it is, oh, okay, so I know you did, like, a whole breakdown on your Patreon of episode one of RHOBH this new season. Let's um, do it. I mean, there's I, it, I could talk about it forever. It, you know, look, I mean, it is, like, to me, the marquee of all the Housewife franchises. I loved it. It, you know, I was a little disappointed with the Eagle Woman scene. It was like, what the fuck was Eagle Woman supposed to be doing? Like, wasn't she supposed to be doing like a seance or a ceremony or aren't we supposed to smoke peyote? Like, what was it? I, I'm so lost. Like, she just seemed to mediate.
0: I am. First of all, I'm obsessed with Eagle Woman. And excuse me, do not mention Eagle Woman without mentioning her apprentice, Blue Raven. Blue Raven please put some respect, Sarah, on Blue Raven. Okay.
1: And Blue Raven. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted to like see what they were really going to do, but we never got to that part.
0: I was invited to a watch party by, um, by (laughs) somebody that I'm now friends with who I don't want to mention because it's an upcoming guest of this podcast. And, you know, I hate to mention things ahead of time, but it was hosted by somebody who's coming up that is tied to Beverly Hills housewives. And the surprise guest was, I mean, it was not a surprise guest Eagle woman was making an appearance, but I can't be in the Hamptons. So I could have gone to a watch party with the one, the only Eagle woman. I (laughs) am obsessed. I'm obsessed with Eagle woman. I can't help it. I'm sorry.
1: Me too. She was great on the show. Like I loved the whole presence, you know, Uh, that scene was like a little boring for me, but you know, this whole season, like we've said, they're rich. Sutton has so much money. She's bought this horse. We've now it's been revealed that Sutton gets three hundred thousand dollars a month in alimony from her ex-husband for the rest of her life. Can y'all imagine getting three point six million every year? No, wait. Is that taxed by the government? Your alimony, your alimony is taxed, right?
0: Yeah. So, All right, so but after- factor, but still factor in. Then, I mean, listen. No shade to Sutton. We've been to the Sutton store. That probably make some money, but not 3.6 million and God. factor in the Beverly Hills salary. So Sutton's like what in the fours? Fours? She's in like the fours per year, per year.
1: Uh, look, Sut- get those coins, Sutton. I mean, we could all be so lucky to be with a guy. I mean, what a divorce, you know? Most of the time you end in divorce, you're the one, like you're giving up a bunch of stuff and it's an emotional mess. Not Sutton. Like, wow. I mean, Sutton came out with a TV show and $300,000 a month alimony. Can you imagine, Mr. Yontep? Oh, my God. You and I would be like crazy. Don't, don't
0: make me depressed. Listen, how rich is Sutton Strack is the question of the hour. Listen, a lot rich. of people didn't love this this episode, I, I'm i with you. Everyone knows that I have blinders on. I'm blinded by money. I love money. I'm honest. I can't help it. I feel this is what I love to bling empire. This is what I want to see. I love selling sunset because it's rich people buying houses. I love seeing filthy rich on TV. That is just me. So I do agree with you. To me, this is the gold moniker of the, it didn't start out this way. We didn't really have like Beverly Hills as the, it was Atlanta and even New York. I fought for New York for so many years. Every time I was asked what my favorite franchise was, I said, it's it's what I know. I'm single. Everyone in New York is single. I understood the Luan and the Sonia and the drinking. And New York was my, I defended it to the nth degree, but I agree with you. Beverly Hills is my gold standard of a franchise just because oh. it's like I'm swayed by the money I, I I can't help it I'm honest with you guys right
1: I mean we have opening scenes now we're setting the scene of Kyle and Mauricio's um decline in their relationship P.S. I felt personally attacked for Kyle Richards and Teddy Mellencamp's watch what happens live um appearance when Kyle sat there and said to Andy Andy goes, do you want to clear up any rumors? And she said, yes, one. I want to speak to all the people who think this is fake. You are ignorant. And I thought, oh, Miss Richards coming for me, coming for me. How dare I question?
0: Now, uh, Sarah, Sarah darling, yes. out of the millions and millions of people in the entire world, There have been articles about Kyle Richards and Mauricio calling this fake. You believe, I'm just asking, I'm not giving you shade. You believe on watch what happens when, when the melon ball paused for a minute and and Kyle turned to the camera and said, she has a problem with all the people calling this fake. You think she was talking to you?
1: Yes, I do. I do. Um (laughs) I'm just asking. I'm not giving shade guys. Kyle, I love you. We met you at Homeless, Not toothless. I, You know, I took it personally. I I don't think it is wrong to question anyone in Hollywood. I'm sorry, Hollywood is manufactured. These reality shows, some of them, it, it is these people's real lives and it is a lot of their real drama. I mean, it is true that Kyle and Mo are separated, but I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with questioning how these went down and the timing of it. And and it is always coincidental that, you know, headlines drop like PK and Dorit's marriage. They're separated. They're in trouble. The week of the premiere of the new season of RHOBH. I'm sorry, Kyle. Like, I feel like it's fine to question, you know, you're doing a documentary about Morgan. You're, you know, I think it is, Mauricio has a lot at stake here. I mean, Mauricio holding hands with his dance partner, and then he's come out and defended that when he knows he's in Hollywood where there's all these paparazzi. I mean- For us to like not go, wait a minute, is this real? Is this fake? I think is totally fine and normal if you are on a reality show platform. And it was fascinating to me that she's taking it so personally. And so is Andy Cohen, apparently. He was very upset too with that.
0: I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. Now that we're in the fall heading into the winter, I have one word for you, cashmere. Now, I know you all think, oh my god, I can't afford cashmere. Well, you can, thanks to Quince. The cashmere at Quince isn't only nice, it isn't only high-end, it's actually inexpensive. I got a whole Quince cashmere tracksuit for $150. Quince is my go-to spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. They have so much more than just cashmere, though. Silk skirts, Italian leather bags, 14 karat gold jewelry, all... All starting at $30. Their stuff is so classic and timeless that it never goes out of fashion. You can wear their stuff for many seasons. And they have baby and kids and travel. There's so many options at Quince. Men's, women's. So upgrade your closet with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash velvet rope to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's dot ecom slash velvet rope for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Velvet Robe. You know, I'm surrounded by dogs here in my Hamptons condo complex, and they're so cute and I love them. But what I didn't know, I was talking to a neighbor the other day and she was telling me, you know, maintaining a healthy dog can be really complicated. She was talking to me about joint discomfort, bad odor, lack of energy. So what separates a healthy dog from an unhealthy dog? I had no idea, but my neighbor turned me on to Dr. Marty Goldstein. He's one of America's most renowned holistic vets. And what I learned is that there's one potentially dangerous substance that you should stop feeding your dog E immediately. If your dog's been feeling tired or not having the energy it's used to, this number one compound could be the reason. Many dog food manufacturers have this substance in their dog foods, and it's one that most dogs consume on a daily basis. Now, Dr. Marty was actually dubbed the miracle worker by Forbes magazine because of this one simple change he made to help support dogs' overall health. The good news is this change can be easily done in one simple step from your own home. Because after years of research, Dr. Marty has decided to release an informative video to the public about which foods you should stop feeding your dog. Go to www.dogfoodexposed.com/velvet and find out for yourself. That's www.dogfoodexposed.com/velvet. You guys need to step into a world of non-stop action on DraftKings Casino. Play classics like blackjack, roulette and slots plus enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match of up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code VELVET and new customers get a deposit match of up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code VELVET. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 800 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org 21 or over physically present in connecticut michigan new jersey pennsylvania west virginia only void in ontario one per opted in new customer minimum deposit five dollars max match $100 in casino credit which require one playthrough within seven days see terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice restrictions apply he was I mean I'm like you know it's weird like Jackie and Margaret on New Jersey are they really fighting I don't buy it I don't buy it Kyle and Mauricio yeah I mean I think this is all Real, But I agree with you. In what world does Mauricio Umansky, I mean, forget about Housewives, like Dancing with the Stars is ABC. The the numbers are huge. In what world do you think amidst this whole thing with Morgan and Kyle, that you're just in a back alley or on a date or wherever the hell you were, and you're canoodling with your dance partner? You know what you're doing. And by the way, you're not the best dancer. It's called You Want Votes. And by the way, it's working. The scandal with Kyle is getting you votes. Mauricio Yumanski should not still be on Dancing with the Stars, right? As far as his, his quality of dance, like it is working. It got Jack Osborne to the top and then he got so much better. And Rob Kardashian improved. Mauricio is getting really good. But like, I, I agree with you. Like, You know what you're doing. You're on Dancing with the Stars. You're going through this separation. You're with this hot dance partner who's single. You know what you're doing. If you were that concerned, you wouldn't be doing this, right? And now the rumor is they're actually trying to like try not to dance hot and heavy i just read an article that they're actually trying to cool well they're trying to cool off the chemistry now on the dance floor so they can uh, everyone can understand there's nothing going on well we wouldn't think this if you didn't have this picture which you come on you if you you know how it works you would do this in your house downstairs in the basement downstairs again in the sub-basement in the safe room that you lock yourself in when people break in to kill you. That's where you go amidst this scandal with Kyle if you want to canoodle with your dance
1: partner. Not in Hollywood. I know. I know. Or as we learned at the Bel Air Hotel, where they, you know, you, you and every celebrity goes there if they want privacy or to have an affair because there's a no picture, no video policy. You get caught there. You're banned for life. You're out.
0: By the way, you think you saw Jack Nicholson coming in in a wheelchair with his entourage when we were eating dinner? And I have to say, she, I mean, when
1: I did I a second, you didn't even drink that much. It might have been him actually when I did a I, it double was take. Completely him. It was completely him on an oxygen tank being wheeled in with an entourage and all these people. And they were looking at us and he had the jack glasses. And I thought, oh, honey, he's checking in. I mean, it, that place is an amazing scene. And I need to ask you about that, by the way.
0: You live but, right down the street. What do you need to check in for? Why? It's just too stressful at your mansion uh, in Bel Air to just, you need to check in. I mean, I guess if you're Jack Nicholson, that's what you do. Well, did. first of
1: all, he famously lives on Mulholland. He lives on, oh. and you know, I mean, people's homes get, you know, you're re- being redone. You don't want to stay with all that dust. And, you know, I mean- Maybe he needed a break. I don't know what Jack's uh, current relationship status is. He's in his eighties. You know who knows? Maybe the house is getting redone. Maybe he's in a you know fight with his significant other. I don't know. But I swear that was one of the biggest Hollywood stars being wheeled in there on an oxygen tank, and he was screaming, <laughs> "Oh my god, we loved it!" But wait a minute. Okay, I want to ask you about speaking of the Beverly Hills Hotel, you you told me you had some skinny on this. La- what was it? Two weeks ago, Bethany Frankel put up this picture at the Beverly Hills Hotel with Nene Leakes, with Tiffany Amber Thiessen, with, um, oh, my God, all of these individuals, Rachel Levis, Mal- our girl, Melissa Rivers. And I said to you, she started this is her podcast network. This is her network. And you and Miss Rivers are very tight. And you said that you spoke to her. And what is the reason they were really there?
0: Well, first of all, can I just say, because even in speaking to Miss Rivers, I went on and on about NeNe Leakes and Raquel. There was headlines over Jenny Garth and Tiffany Thiessen, who actually have feuded for years. They were both there. Everyone needs to realize somebody else was there, guys. Open your eyes. The one, the only Larsa Pippin. Nobody is giving Larsa credit. Even me. I was how I slammed Melissa against a wall, basically. And I was like, you are not getting out of here until you tell me everything. And then at the end, I was like, after I left, I was like, oh, my God. I And ask Melissa about Larsa. What the fuck? Um, I-, I revealed your uh, plot. Uh, your subplot to Miss Rivers. And I said, well, my co-host, Sarah Fraser, thinks that Bethany is starting her, and you tell me the truth. Melissa Rivers said, first of all, it was not even Bethany's dinner. It was maybe kind of hers, but her friend, who's a big like publicist-type and is associated somehow with iHeart through it. So that's how Melissa got invited. Melissa is not on iHeart. Okay. Melissa is on a great network. She says she is not leaving the network she is on. She said it was not about a podcast. She said there were a lot of people from iHeart that have podcasts, but it had nothing to do with the podcast. Her friend invited her. She said, maybe kind of it was de facto's Beth Bethany's lunch. Larsa has now been questioned. Like, honey, you're on the network. RHOM has returned to our lives, darling. Like, what are you doing there in enemy camp with Miss Levis and Miss Leakes and Miss Frankel who hate us? Larsa has spoken out that they did not discuss reality reckoning. Melissa pretty much reiterated this more or less. There were a few off the record things that I was told by Miss Rivers that I cannot reveal here, but I can honestly tell you it really wasn't about the reality reckoning. Listen, we have a Vanity Fair article that is going to be coming out. I have known about this Vanity Fair article forever. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's this fan, it's called, okay, so a major housewife told me about this. Like a month or two ago, I was literally sworn to secrecy because also, you know, when you're sworn to secrecy, you're like, when you hear things, it's not even like, I don't want to reveal it here. It's kind of like, is this true? Like, just because one person is telling me this, I believe you, it was a very reliable source, but I was like, I don't want to go and like start this whole thing. If it's, well, it turns out it's obviously true. Apparently it's coming like now, right? We're on the heels of BravoCon. BravoCon is this weekend. So apparently it's coming out now. Apparently the article is geared towards heavy towards andy now i don't know what is in there if it's all just this regurgitated stuff that we know about alcohol and false imprisonment and you know andy's like misogynist and all this other stuff or i don't know if it's going to get deeper now a lot of so i think that was more the talk it was more the vanity fair and like why now like why now What is the point? Like, why did this person decide to write this article? And this isn't just like an article. Like, let me just back up. Like, Vanity Fair is no joke. Like, when Vanity Fair puts out a piece, it's like the LA Times about Eric or, you know, about Tom Girardi and Randall. It's, it's, this has been researched for months and months and months. So, I don't know. I can tell you where my mind goes, where I've had discussions for years about Andy. I think we could all read between the lines. So okay, I don't know if this okay, is, yes. But you're
1: basically insinuating things about relationships he's had, right? Like perhaps inappropriate relationships with men, whether it's about age or about they worked for him or whatever, right? That's kind of what you're implying,
0: right? I, That's, yeah, that that okay. is, yes, that is what I'm applying. Now, I don't know if this article is gonna go there. I I don't. I don't know if that's where this is going to go. I've
1: never even... But are those rumors even out there? Like, I've never even heard those rumors about Andy. Not that I follow Andy Cohen that closely. I mean, I feel like what he's done is amazing. Um, No, I mean, look, let me be clear. They're not out there in the sense of,
0: like, you heard stuff about, like, Harvey Weinstein forever. You know what I mean? So, like, when that happens... And you're like, oh, it wasn't just Rose McGowan. It was, you know, this. And that you're like, okay, duh, of course, because we've heard this forever. You know, like now there was just that recent like Abercrombie and Fitch documentary that happened today, yeah, F- yeah. you know, about the guys. And they were like, oh, really? Like these two guys are making all the drop dead hot guys like, you know, suck my dick before we hire you. Oh, shocker. Like we've heard this forever. No, look. We've heard rumors of Andy, you know, Kathy Griffin put out there, people put out there what happens backstage, you know, in terms of substances at Watch What Happens Live. But no, I think, you know, look, Andy is not, I mean, he's a single gay man. So I think he's out there with lots of people. Do I know people here in the Hamptons and in New York City that have said, I mean, I can give you Accounts of people that say that yes, Andy's a top, but he also likes to get on his knees and suck a dick, and he loves poppers. And I have a lot of people that have told me all of these stories that apparently, but again, I'm just jaded that like I, think I don't
1: like illegal. You know, I mean, right, right, right. So it's drugs, like he's using drugs that he's not supposed to. Okay, technically that's illegal, but nobody but cares about that you, really. So no, nobody cares about poppers. If, but you know what I mean?
0: Like it's yeah. like. It's so no, I don't think there's I've never heard like those type of stories. I just think people are like, I th- I don't know. I think people are maybe wishing well, that like I think yeah. look, I think Andy is single and he's 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 loose, but I don't think that that you can't draw the line that he's the next Matt Lauer. No. But I just don't know what this article is gonna entail and if it's gonna be really like but I've heard, I've heard the person writing it has some personal. Thing against Andy now because of some tiff and so I, but I don't know but if look at having something against Andy and just having it be the same old regurgitated stuff that we've already heard like yeah misogynist and all this stuff we've already heard and you favor this one and you don't favor that one like is that anything really new like I don't know if this is really good or is this going to be a true like to me the LA Times Randall scandal I'm not just saying that because I was in true. it like that was a scandalous thing right
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. And the reporting they've done on Tom Girardi on Tom's like, you know, how many complaints that he had to the California Bar Association before they finally disbarred him. I mean, they really dug up a lot about Tom Girardi and how he was able to kind of keep things quiet for a long time. Um Well, I was going to say one other thing quickly on the reality reckoning Um, real screen for people listening is real screen is a yearly event where anybody can go. The public can go. You can pitch your TV show ideas or pitch yourself to major networks if you think you're good enough to be on a reality show. You can Google it. It's R-E-E-L screen. They have a monthly magazine they send out that I get. I've been to Real Screen once. And they did an article from a head of a production company. She runs a production company. If there's any merit to reality reckoning. And she kind of says what you've said, David. She does not think it will stick because the difference between reality stars and like a Brad Pitt or an actor is actors are like highly specialized. They can't get another job. They're not showing their life. They're showing, they're, you know, trying to become somebody else's. Um, it's a very niche thing. Like they need protection. Whereas reality people, they're coming on for a very short period of time. This career may not be long long. They might only be on like one season, two seasons. A lot of people are willing to do it for the um, promotion of their business. It's not a long-term gig like actors are. Um, So basically they just, I thought it was really well-written. They really made the argument of how it's going to be hard to unionize reality star people because people are on for such a short amount of time. They're willing to do it for other reasons. They just want to be on TV. They want clout. And actors have kind of a different philosophy Um, And so it's going to basically be hard to unionize. The only thing that this article said is, of course, you know, everyone should be entitled to a good universal at work environment and that production companies already have taken steps to make sure to explain to people when you're on a reality show like, hey, you know, we're not uh, encouraging you to drink. If you get drunk, like it's on you, like that kind of thing, like explaining better boundaries. But I thought it was really well done. They they basically think it's that she's going to have a hard time. Bethany is to actually unionize.
0: I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I eat, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. You guys know that looking younger than my age is very important to me. I'm sorry, I don't like the wrinkles on my face. No, look, I've been told my whole life that wrinkle creams were the easiest way to look younger, and I've tried everything on the market. And nothing really has seemed to work for me. Now that I'm here in LA, I discovered this great doctor, Dr. John Leakey. He's a world-renowned Beverly Hills beauty expert. And he's told me, of course, David, most wrinkle fillers on the market are nothing but glorified moisturizers. He was telling me they could hardly make a dent on your appearance, and actually some could be harmful to your skin. Well, he's come up with a revolutionary anti-aging breakthrough. He says it's almost like Photoshop for your face. In light of this amazing breakthrough, Dr. Lakey has released a step-by-step video to the public where he outlines exactly how to do this simple solution from home. Once you watch this, you're actually going to be mad about how easy it is to visibly erase the wrinkles from view. I don't understand how it works, but I really don't care. <laughs> the results are great. It's like, thank you. So listen, you can find out more about this yourself. Go to bhmd one dot com slash velvet. That's b h m d one dot com slash velvet. That was I think so. And Melissa said that like Raquel sat. Melissa sat next to Bethany and Cheryl Bark and Nini I think sat across the table. And I'm like, what? I mean, no offense to her. Like, what was like? Who was talking to Raquel? And what is she talking about? I'm not even trying to be mean. Like, what is? What's the conversation? And Tiffany and and Jenny sat separate. And um, here's something. Now, Melissa Rivers and I have done a show, but for everyone who hasn't listened, this is T. There was someone else there, the one, the only, uh, Denise Richards.
1: Wow, who decided not to be in the photo?
0: She, I'm going to keep some of my knowledge on this one to myself, but Miss Richards left early. She left early. So she was not there for the photo. Everyone, sometimes you leave events early.
1: Uh, yeah for many
0: reasons (laughs) so for for many reasons you know sometimes we have a drink and then we have another drink and I don't know
1: okay
0: um so Miss Richards was there so this is what's and now we have the next Sarah and David were there only a few days before a few days later we have Kathy Hilton and Jennifer Tilly and, and 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 at Bel Air Hotel is truly I would like to go every day so that's it that was okay. that lunch, and uh Melissa. Now we have another thing we need to get from Melissa. Melissa just had lunch with the one and only Miss Heather Dubrow. So let's find out what that was all about. bro, okay. Um, I agree with you. You know, let's just talk about this because we're talking about so much with PK and Doree and, and Beverly Hills. I mean, we we first of all, Doree. I love how it's like everyone's focused on Sutton's three hundred thousand, you know, but like. Look, I understand when, like, Oprah was like, okay, $100, that's all you gave your mother. And I get it. Like, you know, $100, it's its not a ton of money, but I get it. People are like, tone deaf, Oprah. That's a lot of money for most people. I love how just casually Dorit is like, well, I just needed a few Christmas gifts, so I took out $10,000. Well, I mean, $10,000, Dorit, is a lot of money for, I mean, granted, you can't even buy any of your Louis with that, but that's a lot of money for most normal people. Well, I mean, you could buy one, you could buy like two Louis with that. Sarah's making, you could buy three Louis with that. That's fair, three. Right. Who takes
1: out cash at Christmas time to purchase gifts? The only reason you're giving cash is maybe to your uh, staff or your team. You're giving them some sort of bonus, but that doesn't sound like she was doing, that was what she was doing. Sounds like she was going to like a TJ Maxx. She puts her Hermes bag in the cart with the $10,000 cash. She's roaming around, darling. And then before she knows it, it's gone. What? I I, I don't even know.
0: I'm going to be honest on this one. I, I agree. Now, first of all, when I am out and about and I have one of my Louis bags with me, which is every day. I have to say I, you know, ninety nine point nine 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 to the nth degree, know where it is at all times. You do have a weird heightened for me sense of like, this is what's on me. That's expensive and I don't want to lose it. And so you have to really hold on to it and observe it. Now one could argue then what's the fucking point. doesn't sound like you're having any fun with this item, but yeah. So like Let's put aside that you're taking out the 10,000 just right. The fact that the Hermes bag or whatever expensive bag is in the shopping cart, you, I don't understand. You turn your back on the bag to pick up a, a, another garment at TG. You don't, that to me, I agree with you. is so strange Now I've actually had some cash at times, not 10,000. Like say I didn't have 2,000 on me. I'm pretty nervous of like, we have to see where this is. So, right. So now there's 10,000 in the bag, which mind you, the bag is even more than 10,000. I don't get it either. I don't understand from the minute you walk in, you got to the register, the bag was gone and you were robbed twice before. This just doesn't make sense to me. okay
1: aside from the home break-in was she robbed another time
0: yes once prior it wasn't i don't even know if it was on the show i forget but it was once she was definitely robbed because when the home invasion happened people were like well she already had this before she also had insurance claims of floods at the house now i just want to say two years ago when i got blocked by pk we can get into who else has blocked me soon.
1: That's yes, you have new blockers.
0: The whole reason PK blocked me, mind you, we saw him at Homeless Not Toothless and he was lovely. And Dorit has not blocked me. I went to high school with Doreet. But the whole reason PK blocked me is because I said, when I was asked a question by someone like you, Sarah, of who do I think is next after Tom and Erica, I said, no offense. I think the next two that their finances, don't make sense to me are PK and Dorit. And I said, if I have to pick another person, i pick Mary Cosby. Mary Cosby or PK and Dorit. I'm like, I don't understand. The houses don't seem clean to me as far as the cash. PK did not like this coming out of my mouth and blocked me. I've seen him at Culture Club concerts since then. Let's not call any attention to who I am when I see PK. But here we are. I mean, was I so far off? Does this? It just doesn't make sense to me. The story.
1: Well, I mean, look. If we believe our friend Sutton, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, you know, the the other thing that's come out. So a couple of stories have come out about Dory and PK in the past ten days. One being that they are divorced. They or they're separated and have been living separate lives, initiated by her for a while. The rumor again is resurfaced that the night that. PK was pulled over for DUI that he was with another woman. Now I tend to not believe that because Teddy Mellencamp has done her digging and the police report, there was no mention of another person. And I mean, they're not going to lie. So if there was another person in the car, they would know, you know, female, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah was in the vehicle intoxicated, not, you know, yada, yada. Um, But the other story that's come out is that again, PK and Dory owe over a million dollars in backs tax to the IRS. And they go back and they show with PK. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like 20 in 2014, he, he still owes from 2014 like 200,000. Then in 2016, he owes 99,000. Then, like in the past couple of years, he owes a million. I'm like, holy shit. And then she apparently paid off a $600,000 IRS tax bill um, a couple of years ago. But these two, I mean, and he has declared bankruptcy. That's public knowledge in the past. He paid off a debt in Vegas to a casino. So what do you make of that? I mean, I don't know. You know, rich people borrow a lot of money all the time and, and um, you know, owe back tax. And then you can do a payment plan with the IRS. And so sometimes that stuff is like not as shady as you think, but it does. I mean, they do owe what a lot of people consider a lot of money over
0: a million dollars. I just, I've said it before. I just don't understand it. Like I don't understand. Listen, I don't want to pay tax either. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm so materialistic. I love spending money. I love it. I love buying I don't understand saying I'm going to go out and buy another house, another car, another rental property. A twenty million dollars more of hermes when I haven't paid my taxes. So I'm gonna spend four hundred thousand on hermes this year, but I owe five hundred thousand in taxes. year two now I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand getting in that hole. It's like so then when I say that these housewives are broke and they're not really wealthy, this is what I mean. I mean if you owe debt, you don't have it. you're in the negative. and if you have it, I mean, why aren't you paying it? So I think it's all just very, very strange. I really, 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 Doree is lovely. She is a lovely person. She is gorgeous. She's a brilliant housewife. She is great on the show. I have nothing, nothing but good things to say about Dury People that know PK, Rachel, you could tell when she dated him said he was, she's just so gregarious. And I just don't understand this. And I don't understand this particular story of having the bag and have, I mean, who gets robbed twice? Kyle got robbed more than once too. Who gets robbed twice and then also has a bag that's taken out of a shopping cart before you get to the register, and it happens to have ten thousand dollars? Well,
1: I mean, the thing that she said is these guys were following her. So you know, because the police went back and looked at cameras, I guess, of her in the store, and I mean, these men were right. following her, which is what is what triggered her PTSD. I mean, I don't know. The <laughs> only thing I know is my dentist here in Los Angeles has also been robbed. At her house gucci bags all these bags stolen she says that basically what happens is like if you have people come and work at your house like there's a network of people here in la that go okay i've been inside this home over here on beverly drive and you've got x y or z and they get a kickback and they're you know and then there's she according to my dentist it's very sophisticated here in Los Angeles. I, I believe that I, I do believe everybody that. is robbed here. It's insane. Everybody, my mother-in-law was robbed at the Grove. She was pit-pocketed, you know. And then they went to Apple, the Apple store, and Walmart, and everywhere else, and charged thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, it's very sophisticated. And you're kind of like once you're cased, your house is cased, or you personally are cased. I mean, I think you're passed. Much like Jen Shaw, your name is passed around around the network. So. They already knew she was rich so she's probably been passed on and these guys were stalking her and they knew they probably been watching her moves. I mean that's that is terrifying here. Like
0: it is terrifying but here's here. my only thing. If and I and then we can move on. If you're saying it triggered your PTSD and you felt you were being followed. Like I have like moments of not feeling okay like if i'm walking down the street of new york and i have a bag by the way in new york it's 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 the motorcycles and i'm so cautious of this it's like if you're walking and you don't have your bag on the outside because they will come and they will just grab it and yank your arm off if they have to so you always and same thing with like eating at any restaurant you never put your bag in LA or New York, on the outside of the table, you put it like you know, like you're on the sidewalk. Part of it's so that's that's how I live my life. So it's like I'm very cautious. But if Doreen well, is saying no, I do that. Like the motorcycle people no, grab
1: it's like, it to me. Then I, I don't even know why people have nice things anymore. You know, especially in New York and Los Angeles, you're such a target. You out with your Rolex? Why even have a Rolex? I mean, don't to even
0: me, tell anyone.
1: People go, oh, LA is so expensive. I'm like. You know, I feel like I save so much money living here because I don't buy anything. Nice.
0: Listen, but the point is, if you if you uh, PTSD is triggered, yeah, you you feel people are maybe or maybe okay. So she's saying she learned of them following her afterwards. Okay. You're the
1: police, right? okay?
0: Because like, if you feel you're being followed, then I was going to say that was my point. It wasn't about me. Like you, 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 you hold the bag like your baby, and you run for the damn car. Protect the Hermes at all costs. I don't know, but I, I get it. Okay. So it triggered her PTSD. I don't know. Is this, is this, oh, I hate to say Dorit is making up storylines But Dorit girl. And Hey, Hey, Sarah, what? our girl, Erica learned what empathy is. She Ew. learned it. She was figuring it out in real time. She, she took it in. She was like, wait, so like,
1: Like, how do I be empathetic to these women? And the therapist was like, listen to them, understand, like, have a heart. I mean, it was- And she's like,
0: oh, so I'm supposed to feel what they're feeling based on their life experience. Oh, oh, like putting myself in their shoes. Okay. So Erica, our girl, I think she's learned empathy. So that's interesting, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit surprising. I mean, EJ is kind of the ice queen, but it's it's and, you know, maybe she needed that humbling moment. I guess sometimes the universe, you know, teaches you what you need to know. So she must have needed that humbling moment. I guess it's humbling for her to be on this season without Rinna, her bestie. They children,
0: um, as you know. By the way, as I said on my Patreon, and I'll share it here with everyone who's not listening to Patreon, which I don't share things from Patreon. Seeing is not always believing. <laughs> I saw the screen. I saw the three sentences, the resignation letter. Ah, don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't. I still don't. I don't buy it. If you wrote to them and you then took it back. If they really wanted you, they would say, thank God you took back your resignation. If they say, Oh, wait, in the past three, in the past three minutes that that you changed your mind, we've already made plans. Wait, in the, the 24 hours or, or three days for her to change her mind, you figured out the whole season without her. And now you're not, no. If you really wanted Lisa, you would say, the email is destroyed. Don't tell anyone. Shh. It's okay that you resigned. We understand you took it back. Thank God. Right? If Teresa J. Udayche resigns at the end of this season and then says, I changed my mind, they're going to say, thank fucking God. Okay. Let's not ever speak of this in public. So I don't buy it. Seeing as not believing. Rina has blocked me for this very reason. Let's add her to the list. So I don't buy it. I don't buy that rent out Don't you
1: think don't you think she did send that email? You're just implying they were ready to get rid of her anyway. So they were like, Great, thank you. You're gone anyhow.
0: Look, okay. if if they're showing it on the TV, then she sent it, right? I don't think you can show it without it being yeah. real. Yeah, that's that's a legal issue. And trust me, every time I'm in some background thing or my podcast is used, I have to sign my life away to Bravo at NBC. So they're really anal about permission and lawsuits and everything. So, yeah, I believe she sent it. But I don't you know what I mean? You took yeah, it back. And, yeah. Give me a break, girl. What
1: did you make of Erica Jane did? Uh, Good day. L.A., I think out here. KTLA. Uh She says that she Tiago, she had to put down the dog Tiago. Uh, One of their German shepherds. He was 12 years old. Um, And also, she's blocked uh, Tom Girardi, who was calling her like 10 times a day.
0: I mean, look, I think that was she revealed it in real time. I don't think that was planned, right? Listen. We've both interviewed the Erica Janes of the world and we know how this works. When you want to drop some bombshell, you're gonna do it with Kelly and Ryan, you're gonna do it on Andy Cohn. you're gonna do it on Jimmy Kimmel. I don't, I really think that was like authentically because she said, like, wait, I'm actually gonna tell you this and you're the only one to know. And yeah, so she blocked Tom. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, um RIP Tiago. I mean, I like Tiago. I have a warmer Tiago was part of all of my stories. Every time I did my analysis about Erica coming home and it being dark and how Tom and her were in on this, and he not she was in on it, but Tom told her to run and he was gonna fall on the sword for her. Tiago is always in that story. Look, I feel more for Tiago than I do for Ali. um, Ollie Strack. I don't feel anything for Ollie the horse. I don't feel anything for Sutton's horse. Ollie Strack does not have an emotional, but Tiago pulls on my heartstrings, girl.
1: Ollie Strack. I was like, who the fuck is Ollie? Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Tiago was kind of a a staple in your storytelling. Sit, Tiago. So,
0: RIP Tiago. But Erica's, and what is Erica? She's saying something about Sutton, that there's there's more to her or something?
1: She says Sutton is playing the game that Sutton wants to be liked by... um, by the audience so sutton is is playing up all that she can so the audience will love sutton and not being authentic to who sutton is that's what erica says and then i believe our friend ronald richards i'm not sure he's not quoted in the article so i guess i don't know if this is ronald or not but hearing how erica and her lawyers are misleading people to still think that erica has any claim to the earrings You know, of course, we know the seven hundred thousand or million dollar earrings have been sold. Uh, You know, Eric, I think sometime this year had said, I'm going to get them back. They are legally mine. Anyway, a trustee says that's absolutely not true, that she's sort of leading the public to believe that, you know, some of these items that have been taken back from her, she has claimed to and she has zero claim to it. It was kind of a confusing article. I I think probably our friend Ronald Richards knows the details more, but basically that they're. Uh EJ's attorneys are trying to confuse the public to make it seem like Erica is, like, found innocent or cleared or, like, has a claim to any of this stuff. And she doesn't, according to the article.
0: You know what I say about that? What? Sarah, the best part of losing it all is getting it all back. The best part of losing everything is getting it all back. Ooh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a great tagline. That's yeah, like a great tagline. Overall, I'm giving this season's taglines a big thumbs down. They didn't do it for me this season. For R H O B H. Sutton's is like, I mean, are you kidding me? I don't think it's funny having her tagline be about a horse. I mean, your whole story is going to be Ollie the horse. I'm more interested in Avi. Bring us some more Avi, the house manager. The one that's served, that's pouring the dressing on the MacArthur salad from Beverly Hills Polo for you and Jennifer Tilly. I want to know more about Avi, not Ollie.
1: Who needs a knight in shining armor when you have your own horse?
0: That is a hard pass for me. Crystal Kung Minkoff's is a huge hard pass. I understand she's the youngest one in the group, but making this thing about age and I don't know. They and- say wisdom comes with age, but
1: I'm proving otherwise.
0: Well, I think that's more appropriate if you're like 23. I mean, not that 40 is old, but you know, it's not. Yeah, like yeah. You're... You do have
1: more odd. You do. You're right. You have a fair amount of wisdom by 40. Dorit, yeah. fashion is my language, and I speak it fluently. Shouldn't it be like I've been robbed three times? But and I now, haven't. and now I'm getting
0: separated. And I mean, that's the other thing we didn't talk about. I mean, I mean you know,
1: like should, yeah. I mean, shouldn't Dorit be about being abandoned? I mean, you know, look at her. I mean, she's, she survived three robberies, honey.
0: Believe Look, it me- or not, I feel that oh, we're going to have to talk about this now. I'm not even going to say it this time because it's like a whole discussion. I'm not even okay. going to get into PK injury stuff. We don't have time. We're going to be out of time here in a minute. Um, I that may always-
1: act for a living, but I never fall for a bad performance. I don't think that's so great. I mean, Kyle Richards, it's oh, hard sorry. to outrun the rumors, but luckily I'm in better shape than ever
0: that's like my second favorite one my favorites ericas and that's my second favorite one because it plays on all the rumors that are with her and morgan it's breaking the fourth wall and there's so much talk about it. oh and dorit's so funny when she's like hormones as hormones spelled o-z-e i mean i don't believe that dorit came up with it, but come on guys get your head out of your ass dorit kemsley who was wonderful and funny and brilliant is not sitting there with these taglines of her own these these confessional this is like a fed to her now more power to you that you're being given such great lines you're going to be funny but people are acting like Dorit is like just the comedic like she should go on a stand-up comedy tour these lines are being <laughs> fed to her and no shade who cares I don't care I'm not being mean I I'm here for it but let's just be honest with how this sausage is made ladies and gentlemen fair enough fair enough god Sarah.
1: Um... All, all right. Right. we—I no, t- mean, well, we have a lot, but you know, it's like you said. Do we want to get into full discussion?
0: No, and you know, what we have to talk about at some point. I don't even know if we talk about it next time. Is R H O M is back too? So we're on the heels of R H O P. R H O M is back. I mean, Sarah, girl, I don't know what you're doing in your spare time, but you got to stop, and you just have to watch all these shows twenty
1: four seven. Overwhelmed as is. Okay, we have to, to talk to about story. I want to hear who you're blocked from and another TL major TLC star has blocked me.
0: Finally. Just, no, I, finally, is, Well, no. I just want someone else to join the club. I'm blocked by so many people. Um, Let's do some block spies next time. And by the way, is All it right. someone, is it someone you had on your show or now? Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. been On no. my show.
0: Okay. Well, let's, let's start next time by this. All, All right. right, Sarah, don't forget David Yontef or behind the velvet robe. And don't forget, don't forget, I'm in such a good mood today. Not because I'm off the Ozepic. I am, I'm still on it. It's because it's waterboy.com with code velvet, 15% off. Guess what? No more hangovers with waterboy. The hangover goes away. It's magic for real. Anything you want to plug here?
1: Oh, my merch. You know what? Go to my Amazon Ah, store. Amazon.com slash shop slash the Sarah Frazier show. Pillows. T shirt, support the show, rock the TSFS. There you go. At the Sarah Fraser Show, everywhere on social.
0: Guess what? It all comes back to you. If everyone listening and truly people have something to my DMs to say, it's always Saturday morning and Sunday. I swear to you, all I do Saturday morning, people are like, what's that product? Does it really cure hangovers? Yes, Saturday ah. morning, all I do is say, here, waterboycom I'm So if I sell more water, if I sell enough water, boy, Sarah, guess what? I'm going to buy a pillow with my earnings. I love you.
1: I love you. Well, then I'll, I'll support Waterboy. You know what? Okay. I'm going to get it.
0: It will Done. help your hangover, girl. Use code Velvet 15%. See you soon.
1: Bye, David. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear...